Okay, welcome to uh, tonight's special edition of Nightly Holocha. As always, Nightly Holocha is an ongoing presentation of the Weiss Entertainment Network, 613 on your dial. Tonight's Sheer. And tonight and tomorrow is the yard side of my mother-in-law, Moshe was sitting here, uh, Esther Tika Bas Yishai, Chofbeis uh, Kislev, a couple of days before Hanukkah. Um, so I, I, I wanted to, to honor her zikaron with some with some Divrei Torah, um, a little bit of halacha and a little bit of gadot. So so the truth is the topic of Hanukkah, um, I call the shir Inyane Hanukkah is endless. So it's hard to come up with a a theme uh, or a one topic to discuss. So so we're going to do a little bit of a of a smorgasbord, uh, but but we'll uh, try to bring out some important ideas. So number one. So the Gemara asked the following question. Uh, now we know historically, just a little bit of history. So we know that the first base of Mikdash was built 480 years after the after Yitzias Mitzrayim, after the Exodus from Egypt. Um, and according to the Gemara Numa, it lasted around 420 years. So now, so now if you add that, so we're up to 900 years. And then the second base of Mikdash, um, 70 years later, was built. So, so now we're past the millennium, and we know um, two about two hundred in the year one sixty five BCE, which which is which is uh, which is two hundred about two hundred and thirty five years before the destruction of the second base of Megdash was the story of Hanukkah. So the story of Hanukkah was more than a millennium after the after Yitzias Mitzrayim after Matan Torah. So so therefore, therefore there's no smart there's no concept of it being a mitzvah doraisa, a mitzvah min Torah. Uh, in fact, unlike the other Chagim that we celebrate, there, the other Chagim had special korbanos, korban musav. Obviously, there's no there's no musav on Hanukkah because there was no korban associated with Hanukkah because korbanos are, 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 are connected strictly to yamim tovim that, that are in the Torah. So now, but then the Gemara asked the famous question. So Gemara says, but yet, if you look at the bracha, the first bracha we're going to say, Asher Kiddushanu V'mitzosav V'tzivanu, that you have sanctified us and you commanded us, L'hadlik Ner Shel Hanukkah. You commanded us to light the Neros of Hanukkah. Similarly, um, Purim, when when we when we uh, read the Megillah, we say Asher Kiddushanu v'Mitzosav Tzivanu Al Mikra Now, there is no way that Purim is in the Torah either, because that that wasn't a full millennium, but that was quite quite a bit of time following following uh, Matan Torah. It was it was uh, five? It was it was uh, almost nine centuries after after Matan Torah. Yet 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 in the bracha of Hanukkah we use the term Tzivanu. Now. So the Gemara asked the question, "Hey, Chan Sivana." So the Gemara answers, famous answer. It says in the Torah, "Lo sasur min hadavara sheyagidulucha," that you're not allowed to turn away from the things I tell you. Mitzvah lishmoa ledivrei chachamim. So there, there's a mitzvah in the Torah to to follow the words of the chacham. Now, interesting. So, so, so now normally there's a rule. So in other words, when we fulfill Nehru's Hanukkah, we know there are seven mitzvahs to Rabbanan. Number one and number two is Hanukkah and Purim. 
some of the other mitzvahs is lighting candles before Shabbos, Almatilus Yudayim, Erev, making brachas, and saying Hallel on the 21 days that we say a full Hallel. Now, so so essentially, and by Hallel also, once again, Asher Kiddushano, the mitzvah Sabbat Sivano, you know, the Kroos Hallel. So again, or or the Gemara Sahalel if you're a Sephardi. So uh, again, again, you're in that category of Bitsivana. So so clearly there was there was a a, a Masora that was passed down. There was a tradition that was passed down that the Chachomim have the right to enhance our lives with mitzvos. So now now there are seven actual mitzvos, and then there's many other uh, things that they did in order to 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 help us and enhance our observance of Yiddishkeit, particularly to make sure that we don't commit averas by pushing us away, creating what's called siyogim and, and mishmaros. Uh, so so now, there's a very interesting question that's brought down. Now, if if it's in the category of a sivano, so, so one of the interesting things is that normally a mitzvah durabonin, what's the difference, what's practically the difference between a mitzvah durabonin and a mitzvah in a Torah? In, in actuality, um, you have no option. You have to keep a mitzvah in the Torah, and you have to keep uh, a, a mitzvah derabbanan. We don't we don't differentiate. So so there are a number of nuances in halacha. Well, one of the, one of the nuances in halacha is something called suffik. Uh, suffik means that if I'm not sure if I fulfilled the mitzvah, so what am I what what am I supposed to do? So so the rule is normally suffik to raisa lechumra and suffik to derabbanan lekula. That that if if it's a mitzvah in the Torah, so for example, I'm not sure if I bench, uh, and I'm within the seventy-two minutes uh, of the meal. So the halacha is, or halacha is, he's supposed to bench again, because because benching is 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 midoraisa, um, uh, or or there are other examples. But but what so what about neiros chanuk, or what about mikra megillah like on Purim? So so there is this question about if it's in the category of bitzivanu. So maybe it's an, has the status of, of Doraisa. Here it says, Mashrami Dvarov, Shakriyas Hamagila Humi Divray Sofrim. Amnam, the inamisha Masupak in Kora Samagila Olaf, Kasabishema Aprimagadam Shaytaka and Shainamamo possess Sofek to Rabban and Lakula. It could be that the status of, of Megillah and Purim, and for that matter, Hanukkah is on such a high status that maybe, maybe it's 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 not a classical Durabonan. Maybe it's on even a higher status, and that if and that, and if there is a doubt whether we read it or not, that or or will we perform the mitzvah of Neiros Hanukkah? And an additional fact by Neiros Hanukkah, there's another layer to that. There's a mitzvah of Presume Nisa. There's a mitzvah to publicize the miracle. So maybe in that case, we would have to do it again. So that's uh, brought down here in the Deer Show where, where, where he talks about this idea. So the point is that Chanukah has clearly a, a special status in Halacha. In fact, as Gemara says, that, was, that in the time of the second base of Migdash, there used to be something known as Megillus Tanis. Megillus Tanis was a scroll of holidays that, that they used to keep because of all kinds of uh, events that happened to the Jewish community during Bayashenim. Events that don't have impact on our future life, and there was never, there wasn't a need to to establish these days on the calendar for all time. It was only in those generations um, there is there is a concept in 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 Jewish in halach literature known as Purim de Frankfurt. Purim de Frankfurt was a was a time in Germany where there was it was a, a number of centuries ago where where there was a 
there was a potential threat on the Jewish community on a certain day, and there was and a Yeshua happened, a salvation happened, and the Jews from Frankfurt were saved, and they, and they used to celebrate that year, and it was called Purim to Frankfurt. Uh, on a personal level, my Rosh Hashiva, Rav Golvech, Zechot Tzadik Livrocha, used to give a special shear. Uh, one time, he used to call us uh, often into his what he was called the Lishka shear, the into his office, and 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 we'd he'd give us a special shear and call a, a whole group of us in. Uh, and I remember one. I remember one day he called us in this year, and, and he told us that 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 he always gives a shear on the, on this day. Um, and the reason why he always gives a shear on this day, so he, he described how twenty years earlier he had a massive heart attack and he wasn't expected to survive. And and you know Baruch Hashem, um, he survived many years many, many many years after that. And and Lahakir Tov, uh, that was his Purim to Frankfurt. So 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 there is a concept. Of celebrating a a, a yuntif, uh when when something special happens to a community or a person. Um, in fact, the Gemara says also as well. So if a miracle happens to someone, that there's a bracha. When you come back, when you come back to that place, you're supposed to you're supposed to make a uh, make a bracha. So uh, now, however, the Gemara says. Hanukkah and Purim had an elevated status in Megillus Tanis. That even though Megillus Tanis became Batel, it became nullified, and we do not celebrate those days that that existed. I'm not even sure if we fully have record, or I think we might in, somewhere. But um, but certain there are certain Gemaras that talk about certain days. But however, when it comes to Hanukkah and Purim, it, it is established, and and even when Megillus Tanis became Batel, Hanukkah and Purim remained on the calendar. So the question is, why? Why 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 is there a discussion about Suffolk the Rabbana and about a doubt if you forgot to like read Megillah or like Hanukkah candles? Why why is that remotely a discussion? Why why is it that Hanukkah and Purim have a special elevated status? So I, I think to understand that, I think we have to understand a fundamental difference between Hanukkah and Purim. And I think we based on that concept. We need to understand why we celebrate both of them. So, so there are in, so there are glaring halach differences between Hanukkah and Purim, although they're they're very much grouped together. How are they grouped together? Because, for example, there are there are two. There's a tefillah that we say on both Hanukkah and Purim, known as Al Hanisa. Okay, yes, the middle paragraph after you say the words Alanisim, is different. Obviously, one's for Hanukkah, one's for Purim. Um, however, on both of those yantas, we say Alanisim. The other major difference, the second bracha that we make at candlelight, that you did a miracle for our fathers by Amimahem in those, you know, in those days and this time, we, we say both on Hanukkah and Purim. So uh, and and as I mentioned earlier, they're number one and two on the list of of, of mitzvahs to Rabbanu. And in fact, um, based on what I mentioned to you, Megillus Tanis, the pasuk in the Megillus says, right, Yehudim lo yasuf mizaram. It says in the it says in the Megillah that these days were are, are eternalized. So what is it about Hanukkah and Purim? That are so important that that maybe even they have a, a higher status as a mitzvah derabbanan than a typical mitzvah derabbanan. So 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 ba- so we have to understand. Number one, this is a comment of the Mishnah Bur. So based on a halacha and shulchan, it says 
Reboy Asudos Shemar Bavahem. This is Shulchan Aruch. It's in Tov Reishayin. Beginning of Halachas of Hanukkah. It says there are people who make, uh, you know, great Asudos. Uh, uh, There's many Asudos. Heim Asudos Harishos. They're considered um, optional, meaning you don't have to have a Suda on Hanukkah. So if you're on uh, Weight Watchers or on one of these diets where you're not supposed to have too many carbs, so you don't have to wash. You don't have to. You don't have to actually have a a, a suuda, as opposed to Purim, as we're going to see in a minute. Shalok kavum simcha. He says uh, Hanukkah was not established as as days of of rejoicing through festive meals. Now writes the Rama, v'yeshomrim sheyesh ksas mitzvah b'ribay asudas. Rama says that there is many many people hold that you should have. A festive meal. Mishum deva osan hayamim hayu chanukas hamizbeach. Oh, so the Ramah says. Ramah says that Chafei Kislev is a special day on the calendar. Why? Because in the in the midbar when they built the Mishkan, they completed the Mishkan on the twenty fifth day of Kislev. They waited until uh, they waited until the Aleph Nisan, Rosh Chodesh Nisan, to to um. To dedicate the Mishkan. And it says that the Medrash brings down, it says, it says, Shehimtin Akadish Baruchu Bahakama at Nisan. Why 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 Nisan? So so he brings down, Mishabura brings down the Medrash that says, Shinolad Bo Yitzchak, because that was the month that Yitzchak was born. The Amar Akadish Baruchu, Allah the Shalem the Kislev. He says, But I owe you Kislev. I owe you on the 25th of Kislev, Vishilem Lo Chanukas, base Hashmonai. And, and it was the time of a base Hashmonai. So we know, we know from the Shiva Simei Miluim and in the Chumash, and we know from the time of Shlomo that times of dedication are, are a great time of celebration, and those times actually do include a riboy of Seudos of, of many meals. So so the Ramah says, therefore, although there's not an actual Chiyuv to have a Seuda, it's certainly appropriate to have a Seuda because not only are we commemorating the miracles of Hanukkah, but we're also commemorating um, the fact that the Mishkan was completed on the 25th of, of, of this day. Now, he says, now how do you make it a Seuda's Mitzvah? So how do you make it almost like an obligatory Mitzvah? So the Ramah says, he says that if you um, if you sing songs of praise, songs of hallel, then then um, that makes it into a suddas mitzvah. So the question is, now as opposed to Purim, now what what you know Purim we we know that there is a chiyuv of Suuda. You have to have a Suuda. It's one of the four mitzvahs of Purim. Megillah, Shalach, Manas, Matanas, Avionim, and, and um, Suuda. Now, it's interesting. By Purim, three, actually three out of the four mitzvahs of Purim are associated with eating, giving Shalach, Manas. One of the halachas of Shalach, Manas is that you have to send ready-made food. You can't send, you don't, we don't send a, a raw piece of chicken that you would have to first uh, take out and cook. Uh, and it really, ideally, a shalach bonus should be something you can eat at, at, at the Sa'uda. Uh, and then you have Matanas Lavionim. What's 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 the parameters of Matanas Lavionim? It has to be enough money for two aniyim to be able to buy Sa'udas Purim. And and of course, and then then we ourselves are supposed to have a Sa'uda. So what's the difference? Why why is it by Hanukkah 
the the the, the establishment and the rules were different. So the Mishnah tells us because of the nature of the decrees, and, and it's a fundamental understanding of what Hanukkah is about. Uh, Hanukkah is not about Sukkaniot. It's not about Lakas. Uh, it's not about any of those things. Uh, not saying that you shouldn't have those things, and everybody celebrates with them. But but Purim was 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 the Holocaust. Haman was Hitler. Haman was out to La Hashmid, La Rog, Uliabed, as Kola Yehudim. Haman didn't care if you were if you were observant. He didn't care if you were from, you weren't from, you kept the Torah. You didn't if you said to Haman, uh, I you know what I won't keep the Torah. Made no difference. D didn't care. He was out. He he on the 13th day of Adar, Haman was determined to destroy all of the Jewish people. He was the he was one of the long list of uh of, of of Hitlers that we had we had in our history. Now, because we were saved from uh, from physical destruction, so Chazal, when they established Purim, the Anshe Knesset Sadola, when they established Purim, they established it as a means of of a physical celebration that 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 we should eat, the poor people should eat, uh, we we should share the food with each other, Shalach Manos, um, and. and 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 somehow together that will symbolize the fact that a Kodesh Baruch will save us physically. Now, I I do want to point out that although we're going to talk about about Limura Torah in a second, uh, which is really highlighted on Hanukkah, but but it doesn't escape Purim either. So we'll get to that in a second. Now now the other end is Hanukkah. So what so what was Hanukkah about? So there was this this Greek civilization knows in Hebrew they're called the Mityavnim. Um, and in English, they're known as Hellenists. Now, it was very clear, and, and to quote uh, the words of the uh, of the Mishtabura, the Im Hayu Yisrael Machninim Lahem Liyos Kevushim Tachas Yadam. He says that if the Jewish people would have given Machninim, means they would have humbled themselves to the words uh, uh, of the Greeks of the Hellenists. If they would have wore their togas and they would have uh, uh, they would have gone to to the Colosseums, or that was wrong. Uh, they would have gone uh, and, and and done all the all, all the things that the Greeks were doing, and pay their taxes, and and we would have uh, gone after their beliefs and their religious uh, observances of the Hellenist practice. It says that the 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 Greeks would have been fine. It was a great. Now now we have another. Group of people that are that that have have absorbed and have taken upon ourselves to to uh, to keep uh, our our religion. That's what they were after. They were after our spiritual destruction. They were trying to destroy us spiritually. They were they and and there were three mitzvahs that are highlighted that that they wanted to go after and 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 it's really along the understanding of what they were trying to do. One was Rosh Kodesh. So we know. Very interesting, Rosh Kodesh. So, you know, so one of the things I always point out is that they learned from the from Haman that that you can't destroy everybody. The, the Kodesh Baruch was not going to allow that. Now. So, unfortunately, sometimes you could destroy some of us, as we've seen in the last uh, fifty-five days. But, um, however, however, you can't destroy all of us. Now, so the Greeks had had an idea which they thought was was smarter. We won't destroy. The physical Jew will destroy the spiritual Jew. That will take them away from the Torah. Rosh Kodesh is a symbolic 
mitzvah. Why? Because Rosh Chodesh is a mitzvah. The first Rashi on Parshas Barishas, first Rashi in Chumash actually, calls it Mitzvah Rishona Shenitzavu Bo Yisrael. It's the first mitzvah that was commanded to, to the Jewish people. So, meaning, so in other words, it's almost like our identity badge is in the mitzvah of Rosh Chodesh. Why is that? Now, that now uh, just to connect it to Purim for a moment. So the Gemara says in Megillah that when Vashti um, had a problem, you know, when Vashti didn't show up to Achashverosh's party and defied him, so Achashverosh didn't know what to do with Vashti. So what? So so he went to his advisors, and who does he speak to first? It says Vayomer Amelech. It says that he called upon the wise men who were the knowledge knowledgeable of the seasons of time. So the Gemara says he called the Sanhedrin, the members of the Sanhedrin. He, he asked the members of the Sanhedrin who understood how to how to determine time, how to decide if it's a 30-day month, a 29-day month, if we need to have an Adosh, uh, one Adosh, two Adosh. Achashverosh recognized the brilliance of the of the members of the Sanhedrin. Uh, we know Mordechai himself was was, was from the Yoshve uh, Lishkasa Gazes. Mordechai himself was among them. And he understood that brilliance. And he understood that there was something unique uh, about that concept that made them special, that elevated them above every everybody else. So, so they they, they realized that because why? Because our whole calendar is based on zman, right? Uh, much effort. If you learn the Mishnayos and Masechus Rosh Hashanah, much effort was put into making sure that the Jewish people knew when Rosh Chodesh was, because the Yomim Tovim are all. Easter Chomet, fasting on Yom Kippur, right? In fact, the, the, the Mishnah describes a, a controversy between Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Dosa and Rabbi Akiva about the establishment of Rosh Hashanah one year. And in the end, they were all machnia themselves. They all humbled themselves to the words of Rabbi Gamliel, famous story where he, where he asked Rabbi Yeshua to come to him with a walking stick and his money on the day that Rabbi Yeshua thought was Yom Kippur, but Rabbi Gamliel did not believe was Yom Kippur. And, and 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 in the end, when Rabbi Yeshua was upset about this per, this perspective of him coming to Rabbi Gamliel on Yom Kippur, so so that he went to Rabbi Dosa and he went to Rabbi he went, um, uh, and he went to Rabbi Akiva and they sold him. You have to listen to him. Whatever he says is right. So Rosh Chodesh is is that yontiv is that is that moment in the month that binds us as a people that binds us together. And the Greeks understood that very well, and they understood if they could somehow destroy the celebration of Rosh Chodesh that that would that would destroy the people we would stop having our Yom Tovim and 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 all and all and all of that would go away Brasmila um Chodesh that that is the moment in time where 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 we connect in a very very deep level with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. that that when we give a child the bris we say Lachnisa Babriso Shal Avramavina that means in totality that that a bris mila creates a zara chaya v'kayama. It creates an ongoing child that's that's a chain in the link that goes all the way back to Avram Avinu. The very chain and the very link that the Greeks were after to destroy, and, and so they said you can't have a bris mila. Um, and and of course the third thing was Shabbos. So so what? Well, some say kashros as well. Uh, but Shabbos, 
the, the observance of Shabbos. You know, the, the, all, all the all the the, the common sayings. Uh, you know, more than the, than Shabbos, the Jews keep Shabbos. Shabbos has kept the Jews. All, you know, all those all those common sayings because Shabbos is Beinu Bein Bnei Yisrael. Now, two out of these three things that the Greeks went after are called an os, are called a sign, a sign that that highlights our connection between ourselves and the Bore Olam. So when we were victorious, the Ramban, the Ramban in Parshas Vayechi calls the Hashmonoim, calls the family of Matisio and his and his and his, and his uh, children, um, he calls them Hasidei Elyon. He calls them the highest level of, of righteousness. says the Ramban, He says, without their heroic efforts, the entire Torah would have been forgotten from among the Jewish people. Now, now, so how do so how do you highlight that? So not with a seuda. You highlight that as as, as the Ramah writes with Shiros Bisishbachos. But what why Shiros Bisishbachos? So when we say Birchos Torah every morning, what do we say? That that we we thank Hakadosh Baruch Hu for choosing us from all the other nations and giving us the Torah. So so the concept of Zmiros and Torah, the Torah is called Shira. Um, at the end of the Torah, it says that Moshe wrote the Shira. The Shira, Chazal tell us, refers to the Torah. It is our song. It is our marching song that that we march through all all the ages. And, and therefore, therefore, a Suuda, as the Ramah writes, is certainly appropriate. Um, in uh, however, to make the Suuda, there has to be a recognition um, that that we are connecting to a Kodesh Baruch Hu through the spiritual angle. And the spiritual angle is, of course, singing Zmiros and Tzishbochos. Now, it's interesting, as opposed to Purim, where Purim was a was an outright physical attack on us, so we celebrate it with, with a physical holiday. We have we have food, and we celebrate, and we, and we drink, and, and we do all, all the things that 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 we do on Purim. So so although these although these two have a major fundamental difference between them, uh, as as one is the physical, one is the spiritual, but we know as people that we can't live separately. That the physical and the spiritual have to walk together. There's no such thing as as you know. I'll be spiritual. I'll go to shul in the morning and, and I'll daven and I'll put on talis and tefillin. I'll say shema and all those things. And then the rest of my day, as they go out into the physical world, nah, Torah is not important. So there's no such thing. Now we we have we have halachos that govern every step, uh, every every step of the way. The Torah has to be our guiding light. So Torah is called Oraisa. Now, it's interesting. What was the reaction of the Jewish people of, of Shushan Abira? What, what did they do? So the Gemara says, Kimu Kvar. It says that they reestablished their connection. It says, That we reaccepted the Torah at the time of Purim and, and we connected on, on a spiritual level through the Torah. And that's what, and that's that's the the interlocking connection between Hanukkah and Purim. It's limud Torah. It's the study of Torah. It's the observance of Torah. Um, my Rashiva Rogovech Zechusal used to point out that uh, our role in this world is to be lekadesh to to sanctify the the mundane. 
meaning that we take a mundane, we take uh, food, which is the probably the most mundane thing. You have to plant and then you harvest and you bake it. It's the most mundane activity, uh, prepare, uh, food preparation. And what do we, and what do we do? What do we do with that food preparation before we before we sit down? We say a bracha. Because we say to a Kodesh Baruch Hu, that without your special gift, without your shlita, without your uh, watching over us and allowing it to happen, we wouldn't have this in front of you. So we take a, a basic thing and we, and we makadish it, we sanctify it. And I, I think I think that is a lot what Hanukkah is is very much about. It's also what Purim is about, and that's why that's why there's so much in literature, halachic literature, comparing Hanukkah. And Purim, because because at face value it's a strange comparison. Why do we have to compare? One's one yontem, and one's another yontem, you know. But but uh, although it's not unprecedented, because because Pesach and Sukkot is very much compared. But so that that that's 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 a very important idea. So that's one thing I wanted to bring out: the major uh, message of Hanukkah and, and the connection to Purim that both both tell us that we have to take the physical world and sanctify it. And 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 the sanctification sometimes takes on different levels. Um, in the case of Hanukkah, it's miros v'sishbachos. It's hollow. It's the recitation of hollow. It's one of it's eight out of the twenty-one days um, that we say a full hollow. Uh, on Purim, it, it has to be at a seuda, but not only at a seuda, but it also has to be reaching out to to, to each other. That we that, that we have to create shalach uh, manos. We send to each other. We uh, we we take care of the poor people. All of that has to has to come together because it's this idea of that the physical and the spiritual world have to walk together. Okay, so that that's that's one major idea I, I wanted to bring out. So a few more minutes, uh, bring out um, a couple of more ideas. Uh, so we know that there is a rule that is that when we have mitzvah seishas man grama, then we have a positive. Uh, commandment that has that's locked into a time for example sukkah right right if i sit in the sukkah today it's very nice but it's no it's not a mitzvah shofar um uh, although women uh, shofar is a different status but but essentially it's villain sits uh, things that are locked into time so what's the rule so so n- women are putter from mitzvah cessation as mongrel the sfardim go so far um, Ashkenazim do not hold this way. Svardim go so far as they as they discourage women from performing mitzvah seisha as mangrama, and they even hold that a woman who performs a mitzvah seisha as mangrama do, does not say a brach. Now Ashkenazim don't hold that way. We, we hold that if a woman wants to take a lulav, she takes the lulav and, and says and says the brach. Yet, yet, now and and the second point is that when you have a mitzvah to rabbanan. The Mitzvah de Rabbanan, the rule is that Tikkun Rabbanan ke'en da'oraisa. That when the Rabbanan established the rules of whatever they established, it's it's modeled in a similar fashion to a Mitzvah in the Torah. So now, so now, so if that's true, but yet we find very clearly a statement in the Gemara, Rabbi Shua ben Levi Omer, Nashim Chayavos Bener Chanak. We say that women are obligated to light Ner Hanukkah. So the question is, why? So there are three mitzvos that all have the same catchphrase. And they're all derabon. Hanukkah, Purim, and Arbakosis. Right? Although Pesach is 
Doraisa, but drinking four cups at the Seder is a Mitzvah Durabah. And women are obligated to drink four cups at the Seder. Um, they're obligated to at least hear the Megillah. Talk about that another time. Um, and they're obligated in Nero's Khanic. So why is that? So that they are, they they too were part of the miracle. So there's a very, very big discussion. What does that mean? Does that mean that they suffered like us, like the men? Or 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 maybe they played an elevated status, as as, as certainly true in, in a number of instances. So so here, here's just a couple of, of, of insights. Um, so number one, Pesach says, Bishar Noshem Sikanios Sheva Oso Hador Nigalu. The Khen Gabi Mikra Megillo, Nami Amrinin Hochi, the Mishum Da Yide Esther Nigalu, the Khen Gabe Nirchan. So one what uh, one one approach is that is that basically women were the movers and shakers of the events that took place. Uh, so Pur, so Purim is pretty clear, you know, Esther. Um, Pesach, Chazal tell us it was the righteous women. The Gemara in Sota describes the famous uh, image, Tachasa Tapuach Oraticha, says that they, they sat under the, the, the fruit tree, the apple tree, not so clear that a tapuach in this pasuk means an apple, but whatever it means, um, and it says that that you know one of one of Paro's uh, things that he tried to do was to was to cut the population growth, and and he did that by doing slavery, uh, and he thought that if that, that if he does heavy slavery, the men will be so exhausted uh, that they won't want to have relations with their wives, and it says that the women came and they waited for for the men uh, under the tree, and uh, and you know and 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 they. And they had relations, and of course they had they they, they had they were makayim the mitzvah pruravu so to speak, uh, and they, and they and there were many many Jewish children that were born. Uh, Rashi says at the beginning of Parsha Shemos that that shayu uh, shisha yoldos that the multiple births were were all over the place, and, and and that's what happened. So so that says that the women understood their role. If you look at, even you have to go that far to the Gemara, if you look at Shifra and Pua, it says that, you know, you know, if you think about Shifra and Pua, they were, they were unbelievably heroic. Yeah, here, you have the, here you have the most powerful king in the whole world. Uh, tells you, this is what you got to do. And, and, and they had to know that consequences are potentially harmful. And it says, of course, they, they, they feared Hashem. And, and it says, so, so Rashi brings down that, that that not only did they not kill the boys as they were commanded to, but Shifra is from Misha Peres. Misha Peres means that they that they um they she beautified the children, she helped the children, she made them made them nice. And Miriam spoke to the children. Uh, Puas means speaking in in a in a calming way. So 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 they played they played a major major role. Uh, Esther also. Question is what happened on Hanukkah? So, so, so there's two ways of looking at it. either 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 the threat to to Yiddishkeit is was was to them as well. That's the simplest way. In Kavanaso Shagama Noshim Nitzalo Beneis Migzeras Hashmad Shel Hayivan. Now, right now, now, so so that's that's the simple way of looking at it. That whatever we were subject to, just like on Purim. That it says, you know, Anashim Nashim the top, 
So whatever, whatever, uh, whatever the men were subject to, the threat against Yiddishkeit was 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 so strong that it affected the women as well. Uh, or the other way of looking at it, there's another event. Um, and I want to quote a halacha for that event. There's a minhag to eat cheese on Hanukkah. So what, what, what what's cheese? So Rashi in the Sefer Shabbos quotes the story of Yehudas, that she fed the um, cheese and, and wine to, to the Greek general, and then when it got him drunk and when he went to sleep, um, um, he, she killed him, and then and then and then when the when the Greeks heard that their general had been killed, they ran away. It's the very same story to Yael and Sisera in 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 Sefer Sefer Shoftim. So again, so again, it's the women playing a major role in, in the Yeshua and Amisra. But but I wanted to say one one step further. So we know the pasuk in Mishlei says Chachmas Nashem Bansa Besa. So the threat. Very often, right? The, the Gemara says, "Nashim What what merit do, do the women have? It says that 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 when they encourage their husbands and their children to grow in Torah and 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 to to be part of uh, the preservation of Torah and and the and the ongoing chain of tradition of Torah, that's their that's their zuchus. So so it could be one could suggest here that that the godless of women in the story is that yes, they were equally threatened. Not just that they were threatened, okay, the Greeks had rules and it applied to them too. Their, the very existence of, of Jewish women was, was threatened. The, the role that, that women have so, have so often played throughout all of the ages in being that ikara habayis, to being, to being the, the builder of the Jewish homes, was now all coming apart. And, and, and women who were righteous, and, and women always were, were the more righteous people, um, they, they, they felt it in a very, very profound way. And, 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 and that threat of Chachmas Nash and Ban Sabesa was being attacked and, and was going away. So yes, so yes, women felt the Gezeris of the Shemad uh, in a very, very profound way, maybe even more profound uh, than the men. Uh, because when you take away, you know, we can build every any building that we want, but if you take away the, uh, if there's no foundation on the building, then, then the building falls down. And, and the women were, were throughout all the ages uh, were always the foundation uh, of of everything that Klal Yisrael, starting from 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 Sora and Rifka, Rachel and Leah, to you know pass down to to Shifra and Pua and, and and to all the women, to the Esthers, to the Devoras, and, and and all the women throughout history. So in a very profound way, Hanukkah affected the women as well, and 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 and, and Yehudis who fights back against this. She doesn't just fight back in the physical sense that the Greeks were attacking the Jewish people. She fought, she fought back in a spiritual sense. She was saying that you you cannot, you know, you, you know, you, you cannot destroy the fabric and the morality of the Jewish people. And and and, and we and, and her representing women said that 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 you have to be put you have to be disposed of. You have to be you have to be destroyed. Because because you threaten our our not our existence as women and our existence as builders of of the Jewish people, and therefore therefore women were were as well because women played a major major role in 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 the furtherment of, uh, in the betterment of Torah and the passing down of the Torah uh, a lot a lot of the tradition and the Masorah. Uh, remember, it's Kosamar Yaakov, right? Rashi says that when Hashem gave us the Torah first, He went to the women. Um, and Beis Yaakov, Elohim 
uh, then the Sagid Livne Israel. And that and, and that was the that was the, what the women were the threat that the women faced on Hanukkah. And like Yocheved and Miriam, and like Esther, uh, you know, Esther also saw a, a threat of Torah as Jewish people were not observing the Torah the way they were supposed to. But it was their efforts that 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 made that made the difference. So therefore, although Hanukkah uh, is is a mitzvah seishas man grama, it's it's a time dependent mitzvah. But well, without the role of the women, um, that that you know everything could have potentially been lost. And it was the it was the encouragement of the women. Uh, uh, you know, I'll go on today to say. It's the women who are sitting home while their husbands are out on the, on, on the fronts, uh, knowing that, that that they have to protect the Jewish people, uh, and 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 that that should not be underscored. As much as as we daven for the soldiers, we have to daven for the families as well. Uh, that that the families should be protected, and and that and that the husband should come home. I I I, I am in habit of watching these ton of these videos of the soldiers coming home to their family and they get an off Shabbos or they're sent home. Uh, um, and you know it's a tremendous thing, and we, we should not we should not forget about uh, that that idea. My my uh, my mother in law Aleha Shalom uh, was a builder. But my, my, she was a she was a, a devora. She was a Sora Rifka Rachel and Leah, um, as she built families. Um, I, I think I think in a very great way. Um, you know, I, I I I I had this moment a couple of weeks ago. My daughter had a chumash test. And she was learning the introduction of the Nitziv to the Torah. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> I said, that's amazing. I said, and that's the, the spirit of the Kosamar Lebesiako. Uh, and 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 I do have these thoughts that, you know, why couldn't they be here to see to see this? Like, like, like how proud, how proud they would they would have been of their own children, one that's sitting next to me. And and, and uh, of course, uh um Yocheved and Binyamin is on and 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 to see, and, Bashev, and to see their their family and to see their girls and to see and to see two sons. Uh, uh, two sons. One second. Okay. I'll get to the boys yet. Mm-hmm. And then of course of course the boys. Um. Uh. You know. Uh. May May is on here. Uh. You know. Why couldn't he be at his bar mitzvah? It would have been such a nice thing to see him leaning. Even Adayomazet to see him daven for the Ahmed and uh. You know. Every 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 Shabbos we we speak Mayor and I and we discuss. You know. Did Did you lead davening this week? Were you at the Chazan this week? You know that. You know. And that's something that 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 that's something that shouldn't be underscored. That that comes from the roots. That comes from the the Chachmas Noshem Bansa Besa. So in very much way, Hanukkah is really a celebration of that, and that's why women are achaya because because they played that major major role in the development in the pre- preservation of the Torah. The Hanukkah uh, is 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 so so about. So on the night that we that we we uh, we remember her, we remember her, and we're we're Ma'aleh Hanishama. Hopefully for the learning of Torah. Um, don't worry if there are men on here tomorrow. Come to shul. Don't worry. We have mizonos. We'll make sure we will make brachas uh, for that as well. We can't forget about that. We'll drink a little bit. Uh, we, we we're not going to forget about that as well. Uh, but on the night that we that we are ma'alah neshama by learning and Mr. Shem by the brachas and by the chesed that we're going to do, um, it, it's important to realize that the, that 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 the her legacy was is deeply rooted. Um, and, and maybe that's why she had to pass away right before Hanukkah, because her legacy and what she tried to do in helping develop Yiddishkeit, passing the Masorah down to, through her children and through a community, um, what was rooted in, in, in the understanding of the role that women played in Hanukkah and in Purim and in Pesach and in the general benefit of Klau Yisra. So with that note, um, we're going to stop here for tonight. 
Um, and, and I hope the Neshama should have an Aliyah. I, I hope the the children and grandchildren should should be inspired by her memory to, to be mala themselves in Torah, Avoda, and Gamilus Chasadim. And Mr. Hashem, the Neshama should have an Aliyah. And we should be Zoha to, to good times. We should be Zoha to that the, we should have, once again, the Yeshuas of Hanukkah uh, should, should come to our people, especially our people in Eretz Yisrael. And, and and we should we should only share uh Basura's Toivos, Yeshuas, and the Chamos. Thank you all for coming on tonight. And Mr. Shem, we will uh we will, we will see you along the way. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.